Hi, this is Billy Bob Thornton of the Boxmasters, and you're listening to the Kudzu Radio Hour with my buddy, Michael Buffalo Smith, keeping it real and keeping it Southern. Well, thank you, Billy, as always. Welcome to the Kudzu Radio Hour with Buffalo and Billy, special homebound edition. Brought to you by the fine folks at Springer Mountain Farms, fresh organic chicken, responsibly raised on family farms with absolutely no antibiotics, no hormones, no steroids, no animal byproducts ever. Get more information or order online at SpringerMountain.com. That's SpringerMTN.com. Not only is Springer Mountain chicken healthier for you, it also tastes great. I can attest to that. It's a true story, folks. A true story. We're going to get things underway uh, today with a brand new song from Billy Eli, my co-host, Billy Eli and the Spook Lights. Here's one for, uh, this is truly a sign of the times. This is one Billy wrote called the COVID-19 Apocalypse Rag. Hit it, fellas. Now, 
All right. That's a brand new one from Billy Eli and his amazing spook lights. It's called the COVID-19 Apocalypse Rag. Speaking of Billy Eli, welcome Billy Eli, my partner in crime. You know him, you love him, you can't live without him. How's it going, buddy? Going pretty good, man. How's everything in Sparkle City? Oh, it's very well. Going very well. Thank you. I, I mean, well, you know, as well as it can be, given that we're uh, in a worldwide pandemic. But, uh, I mean, other than that. <laughs> right. besides, besides the apocalypse part, man, it's going pretty well. <laughs> yeah, other than that. Yeah, other than the apocalypse. Uh, but, uh, anyway, it's, uh, speaking of that, it, well, I do. I did want to say that, uh, uh, let me, let me, let me scroll down in my notes right quick. Uh, we're uh, we're happy to have the podcast back on, Kudzu Radio Hour, and I've been asking people that listen to it to do me a big solid, and uh, let people know, let other people know, if you folks don't mind, if you don't, you know, if you got a minute, please uh, spread the link to the radio show around your social media. And uh, let your friends know, phone the neighbors, wake the kids, put the dog out. It's, <laughs> it's, you know, sit back and listen to us just rant about just everything in the world. Um, happy to say the Kudzu Radio Hour is being picked up by platforms more and more every day. Right now, besides uh, finding it, you know, on uh, Anchor, you can find it on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, and Radio Public. So that's a few different places that the show is being hosted now. We're uh, we're just happy to be here. Just happy to be here. Well, Billy Eli, I just wanted to talk. Just don't, I don't want to drive it in the ground with the um, with the whole. COVID thing. I won't go into the uh, all of that. I've heard some news that sounded remotely positive about uh, some medical things that they've come up with and all this kind of stuff. And I, 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 I just firmly believe it will pass. It's just a matter of you know time and people yeah. t- people being care uh, careful in the meantime as they can. You know. Yeah, and you know, and, and uh, the better treatment of, of symptoms, and uh, and uh, the thing you you just mentioned, there's been a little bit of positive news, and and uh, I have to I have to admit here, you know, the last I don't know month, I basically have just I'm I'm checking the news maybe once a day to see if there's anything actually new, and when there's not, I I hadn't been rereading about you know, hot spots or, or this yeah. or that, because it's, it's just the same thing in a different location. And, uh, but, uh, I, I had read that, uh, that there's a, uh, like a, like a drug cocktail kind of thing that they're, the thing is showing promise. It's a couple of three different drugs that they're using to treat the symptoms and, and they're encouraged. That's as much as I got out of it though. Well, yeah, it? and it doesn't, it doesn't involve injecting Lysol into your into your body either right uh, yeah that's probably that's probably not a good idea uh no I, yeah bleach no anything like tide pod nah tide pods yeah <laughs> um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna 
past my chemical use days, man. Yeah, that's right. Even in, even in my worst chemical days, I never did that. The uh, um, <laughs> I got a little bit of a bone to pick, just a little bit. Um, the the people that are taking advantage of the COVID thing, um, to make money off of the less fortunate, uh, you know, we got hoarders and price gougers. Um, you know, like the first day that I heard about this whole thing, uh, I went into the rest, I mean, into the grocery store and I noticed that all the bread and milk was gone. Like, like it's a ice and snow day. That's what happens here when, when we get that. Right. But and then I noticed there was also no toilet paper right. and it, and the, you couldn't find any anywhere. And, um, so that day I went back out, I started to leave. I went into the, went out into the, uh, parking lot and got approached by a rather shady looking gentleman who said, Hey, you're looking for toilet paper. Yeah. He sounded like John Lovitz. Hey, you're looking for toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> My wife, Morgan Fairchild. Yeah, that's the ticket. And he, he goes, I've got plenty of toilet paper for sale. I'm like, oh, yeah. He goes, four pack, $40. I said, yeah. a $3.50 thing for $40. He goes, discount today. Yeah, that's right. But anyway, uh, sort of made me mad. And I told him where he could stick his toilet paper. Right. Well, that was pro that was appropriate. In it the most appropriate thing I ever said. That's the, pro <laughs> the most appropriate thing you've ever. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Need to put there. Right. Um, I had a um, one thing I've noticed too. You know, it may or may not be wrong. I don't know. The first mask, of course, we're all supposed to wear masks or bandanas around our face, whatever, right. you know. Um, first one I saw online was they're selling Rolling Stones mask that's got the lips and tongue emblem, you know, right. which is kind of cool. So I went to see how much it was, and it was like 40 bucks, and it's basically a bandana. Right. And I was like, yeah. Okay, then, you know, always to outdo everybody else, KISS has their own for sale with each individual. Collect all four. Each individual guy's face on it. And I think those are like $50 a piece. Wow, man. For a you piece of cloth. Used to could get in the Kiss Army for just like two bucks. Yeah, back when it started, yeah, it was like about that much. Uh, Disney's starting to roll them out with all the different characters on them. Right. So I'm like, uh, okay. Me, I finally just, you know, I had a bunch of bandanas that I don't even know why I had them because I collect all this memorabilia. So uh, I couldn't find my Willie Nelson bandana, but I found my. Charlie Daniels band bandana and I'm using that if I every you know the very few times that I do get out to go to the store or anywhere like that right but uh, anyway um, 
I had an eBay experience, and I'll get past this topic. I, uh, I went looking for, I decided to wanted to really, you know, because I've got kind of a low immune system. Um, so right. I was looking for, uh, I was going to look for hand sanitizer. I couldn't find it anywhere on shelves. And so I got on Amazon. Who I ordered everything from Amazon. And they, they had hand sanitizer, but it was, uh, they were out. And it also said that when they get more in, it's earmarked for first responders. First which responders, is, yeah. Which is fine, but I wish they would have enough for all of us other folks too. But you would think that a company that big. But uh, anyway, you know, and I know you can make your own blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so then I, I thought about, I, I ended up... Uh, running across like several packs of these antibacterial wipes, resellable oh, packs that I had. Wipes, yeah. yeah, and I had them in my closet from when I was in the hospital last year. Because when I got checked out of the hospital, the lady just tossed everything in the room into a bag. <laughs> and I was like, I never paid any attention to what was in it. But something told me to look the other day, and there's like four unopened packages of that. So, so I'm good on that. Uh, I wanted some disinfectant wipes to wipe things off that I bring into the house, you know, just in case. Right, just like your case. canned goods and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. So uh, can't find them for sale anyway. So I went, like I was uh, saying before, I went on um, Amazon. I didn't have them. I got on eBay and I found these, you know, what is normally like a $3 Lysol uh, disinfectant wipes tub of those things three or four dollar thing and they were like hundred hundred and fifty dollars I mean like many many people are on there selling them or trying to sell them for that amount the, I, just, uh, I think Amazon has, Amazon has squashed that right so is eBay they're not they're, they're, they're if they catch you broad gouging on that man they, they yank your account yeah, well, they've got a few they need to yank on there. Well, uh, I, right. I mean, I, I'm I'm sure that they the keep people people, people keep that. popping up every day on there doing that. I do, and uh, you know, not to rip on a radio personality or whatever he calls himself, but man, Alex Jones selling that stuff and insinuating he's not outright saying that that his products, you know, will prevent you from getting. Uh, the coronavirus, but he he kind of implies that, and you know, uh, court the uh, federal court, the federal judge already told him, look, you have got to stop saying that because that's just not true, and you know, it, you think that's somebody that's got that many listeners? I mean, even if it's just a little bit of a bump, a one in ten person buys it because they believe it. I mean, Ben's pretty good spike in money i mean we're talking about a lot of money being on the table here and there's there's always always has been and always will be you know uh con people and and uh and you know less than you know people with no scruples and and uh but like you like you just said i I, yeah i really I think this is a, a really good time to take a, uh, you know, kind of take stock in yourself, see what you can do to help somebody else out and not, oh, wow, man, I can do this and make a buck. 
But, but my, you know, but I have a different relationship with money than most people. But I, I don't have any because I never cared about it enough to do what you had to do to accumulate a lot of it. And and my take on money was uh, has always been, well, I can always go get some somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. That is true. True, 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 true. But, um, but yeah. You know, anyway, anyway. Yeah, you know, I mean, doing stuff like that. And there was those guys in Mississippi that, uh, I'm sorry, Tennessee, bought, uh, bought up all that hand sanitizer and, yeah, had marked it up like $400 a case or something. And, but they got, they actually got in trouble with the law. I mean, law enforcement came down on them. And, yeah, I don't know. It, we're kind of on a wartime footing. I mean, we're not at war with another country, but I mean, we, yeah. we all kind of pitch in and, and, and be, you know, and help each other out and, you know, think about greater good and all that. And, uh, you know, I, I wish the bar was open. I wish I could go down the street and have beer and play a set and all that stuff. But I don't, I don't wish it enough to, to do it and risk, you know, my own health or getting somebody else sick or just uh, a really good time to reaffirm our brotherhood of man thing, you know? Really? I agree. And, uh, it is a good time. It, that That's a perfect way of putting it. It really is. And I do believe it's, uh, as terrible as it is, I believe it's bringing a lot of, um, bringing the best out of a lot of people. It's bringing out the, the worst in the people I talked about, but it's bringing out the best in most people, especially the musician community. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, these, uh, we don't think about, we don't think about too much, but people that we think, you know, just independently wealthy, like for instance, like the Leonard Skinner guys, Johnny Van Zant was on last night. Um, I saw him. And he, he said, uh, you know, basically the band, they're probably going to be okay, but they've got all these workers in their employee. Oh, yeah, yeah, their crew, their crew and, and, and who are completely out of work. And all the people that run the merch. And, yeah. yeah, completely out of work. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, you know, and, you know, and just concerts. You know they're they're saying that uh, you know who whoever they are are right. saying you know it would probably be be quite a while before you can see you know a concert crowd again you know like normal <laughs> and if they it'll it may start with outdoor things. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of what I'm thinking will happen too, man. Indoor things are probably going to be done for a while, but you know. <sighs> Yeah. Whatever it is, it's whatever it is. The, uh, there's something you just said that, that uh, I want to reiterate, uh, and, and it's this. And then we started this segment by talking about, you know, unscrupulous people and price gougers and hoarders and people taking advantage of, of uh, you know, preying on, preying on people that are weaker than, in a weaker position than them. But I'm going to say this. I, I think that, that this – national emergency crisis the pandemic the apocalypse whatever you want to call it i think that it has brought the best out in a lot more people than the than 
the, the ones that it brought the worst out in, it, it wouldn't have taken very much to bring the worst out in those people anyway. You know, I mean. Yeah. And, uh, you're right. You're right. And, and they probably had done it with other things before, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's kind of my point. You know, I mean, you, you're running this con here, probably, you know, you run some other con and, and I realize con sounds harsh. What they're doing, it may not, it may not be illegal. It is in fact wrong though. And exactly. And, uh, you know, but, but here's what, man, for, for every, for every one of those, there's five people that, that, and these people I know and, and that are, you know, delivering food to, to delivering things to people that, that are at higher risk and can't get out, that are doing double duty at the food collection drive for the animal shelter. You know, it, it's, it's kind of terrible, man. We have to go through something horrible like this to, to you know, start yeah. appreciating our countrymen and our fellow humans. Yeah, well, it, may, it flashes me back to, you know, like uh, something I've heard many times, and I heard it in connection with my own health, too. And that's basically sometimes you got to hit bottom, you know, before you can rise up. Right, yeah. you got to hit the bottom, and, you know, and you go, there was no place, no place to go but up. And uh, and all like that. But anyway, during um, like I said, during the quarantine, as it were, um, there's things. There's plenty of things to do. There's plenty of things to do. Besides, I mean, you know, we can go. We're free. You know, unlike Spain, for seven weeks they wouldn't. They didn't even want them to go outside. Right. Out of their house, and they they've lifted that now. Thank goodness. Uh, right. They said they can do it, but the um, but we can go outside, you know, uh, work in the yard, walk around, do whatever it does, and it does a lot of good to get out in the sunshine. I will tell you that because uh, being, I stayed in. I guess well, the you, first you like week or two. I used to like to walk every morning. I mean, I remember. Yeah. I remember times when I've been in Spartanburg and, and we were going to do something in it that, you know, we were going to, I don't know, hang out or get a beer or tape a show or play a gig or whatever we were going to do. And, uh, and you would always say, okay, but it's gotta be like after 1030. Cause I get up and I get my, I, I get my walk first thing in the morning and I'm yeah. not ready. And, uh, yeah. We, yeah. I've got to get back to that. I got to, it, I, I let myself go, um, Honestly, no, I mean, it's, it's, honestly, I let myself completely go over the holidays, and you know, and, and then my health all flared up again. Blah blah I knew blah, you, blah. I knew you were having a heart issue, an issue with your heart. I remember that from last year, and, yeah. and you know, and uh, you know, all of, you know, all, all of extended Buffalo Nation was real worried about your health, and, uh, and Buffalo so, Nation. Yeah, Buffalo Nation. So uh, that's very Native American. So, know, so it was. Uh, you know that that was uh just the fact that man you're back up and you're, you're moving again and and uh yeah it's great and i well, hear man i boy i can't believe i'm gonna say this on the radio i've been i've been walking every day at least a mile wow no, no right wow yeah, because to, 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 well, it used to be the only way you'd walk that far would be if there was a six pack at the end of the right, walk. Right, right. My idea of physical exercise was 
climbing up on a bar stool. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Mine was like lifting a spoon to my mouth repeatedly. Yeah, um, but I mean, I, you know, a couple again. I, I remember a few, a few times, you know, things that we've done either in Greenville or Spartanburg, and when I when, when I would be there, you were man, you were pretty good about getting your walk in, and you know, I, I've been thinking about that since this happened. I, I know you hate being shut in, but you know, your your health is already kind of compromised, so. The safest place for you is, yeah, right there behind the console with your ear, with your ear goggles on, you know? Ear goggles, baby. Yeah. Um, quarantine, <laughs> thinking about music, I've been watching a lot of the uh, streaming concerts. It's like, you know, the first time I heard about anybody doing it was um, Devin Allman uh, put out a thing that he was going to be doing them every week uh, while, during quarantine. Uh, and then next thing you knew, everybody and his brother and sister were doing them. And their uh, cousins. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, and his cousins. Sister and all the cousins. Yeah. They, and some they, of them, they'll have a, you know, a thing there where you can, uh, you know, you can tip for them. And some of them, the more, I guess, well-to-do people are saying, taking tips for charity uh, for or for the uh, first responders. <laughs> Things like yeah. that, but uh, Paul Thorne, my man Paul Thorne's already done like three. He's doing another one um, tomorrow afternoon, Sunday afternoon. So if uh, folks want to log on to the Paul Thorne's Facebook page, uh, I think it's either either two or three o'clock Eastern time, but. Uh, it's always fun. Just sitting on the sofa playing a guitar. I saw a good one uh, by Peter Keys, who's the guy that took over as piano player with Leonard Skinner after the death of Billy Powell. And uh, uh, this guy plays... I never knew how good he was. He plays like Dr. John. It's just him at his house playing the piano and singing. And he's not, you know, not really cut out to be a singer, but, you know... Yeah, neither is Bob Dylan. But, that, that really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But boy, is he a killer piano player. It was great. Watched one yesterday with this country girl that I really like named Ashley McBride. Huh. She is, uh, she's like a outlaw girl. And she's sitting there playing. Like Kara Clark? Like Kara Clark. Yeah, Kara Clark. Not as outlaw as Kara, because that would be hard to beat. That would, that, that would be hard to do. Or yeah, Sarah yeah. Gibbons. Yeah, exactly right. I saw uh, one from Amy Lee of Evanescence, who I just dearly love. I love the girl, and I love her voice. But it's just her and the piano. And then they saw one by T. Graham Brown. And so anyway... Graham Brown, man, I, I hadn't heard that name in a long, long time. Yeah, you know, I know he was a big country hit maker, but he's really a blues singer. Yeah, I always thought what he, what he mostly was was Blue Eyed Soul, rhythm and blues. Yeah, 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 really, really, yeah. I saw, I saw a couple of shows in Rome, Georgia, years ago with at this little club <sighs> called the High Lonesome Saloon. It's a friend of mine, Michael Proctor, owns it, and he used to do these shows. I played on a couple of them, um, uh, but he he did this uh, uh, one with uh, 
whoever it was was just talking about. Who were we talking about? Just now, T. Graham Brown. T. Graham Brown. <laughs> See, I'm old and I forget that quickly. It's T. Graham Brown and Jimmy Hall. Jimmy right. Hall from Wet Willie, and they were right. playing together. It was just killer, killer. Uh, another good one I saw, believe it or not, was uh, Elvis Costello just playing and singing from his house and talking and everything like that. And I like him a lot. And they got one coming up of, uh, I think, May, it's either last night or tonight. I can't remember. Garth Brooks and Tricia Yearwood are doing a thing, but uh, them, them are big time ones. Another big time one. Uh, uh, damn, I'm blanking on her name. Uh, Mary Chapman Carpenter. She's been doing. She's been doing uh, a thing from like her kitchen. From her kitchen. Won't yeah. you come on in my kitchen? Yeah. I love her, man. good songwriter, man. I love her when she did that. Come on, come on! Album in the nineties. That was one oh, of me she, and my oh, wife's favorite write, albums. Man. She she just is a songwriter. Everything we learned, we learned the hard way, and um, and that one. Uh, sometimes you're the windshield. Sometimes you're the sometimes bug. You're the bug. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, man! Great stuff. Uh, there's also a series that almost nightly on um, on Facebook. It's called the Stay the F Home series. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, Stay the F Home. Yeah, yeah. As uh, emerging artist, you know, so you never know who's going to be playing. You just tune in. Well, again, being an indie guy like I've been my whole life, uh, you know, there's a. Uh, some, there's some good stuff that that's out there. Uh, there's a band. There's a band out of uh, Buffalo called the Blue Billies, and uh, they uh, the the songwriter and, and front woman is uh, her and, and the bass player are married, and they've been doing these little just uh, little two piece things from their kitchen. And he's playing bass, and she's playing guitar, and they. Uh, they do a lot of, uh, it's real gospel influence. Uh, it's not all gospel music, but it's all, it's real gospel influence. Man, the, the vocal harmonies just. Uh, it, oh man, stopped. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I have discovered more, um, more music during the pandemic than I, I mean, and I get, you know, having the mag, having the Kudzu magazine, I get so much, um, so many CDs and so many things to review that I hear things all the time. Right. But it's like uh, during this thing, it's like I'm seeing a lot of people stripped down to the way I like it to just them and a guitar. You know, the simple thing. Right. And that's when you know if somebody's got talent. Well, you know, man, that's when you're getting that's when you're getting just the pure song. You know, you're not getting. Yeah. You're not getting a producer. You're not getting the studio guys. You're not getting the band. You're not getting any of the effects or any of the tricks, man. It just you're getting what the songwriter is. What the songwriter meant, you know. I mean, you're, yeah. you're getting as it's as pure from the source right there as it as it comes, you know. And speaking of songwriters, another thing that folks can do is uh, there's just gazillions of things to watch on YouTube, and YouTube has become. 
I don't know. It's, I mean, there's crap on there too, but there's a lot. There's things I found. Good, there's some, a lot of good stuff on there. Yeah, I have things that I've watched this week. John Prine live on Soundstage 1980, back when he had long hair. Boy, that must have been that must have been great. You doing all them old hits? Yeah, sure was. And uh, had a great band with him. Uh, man, it was just incredible. Uh, Elvis Costello has a show uh, called Spectacle, or has a show called Spectacle, where he has artists on and interviews them, and um, and then uh, they they play a song or two, and then they do one with Elvis. And uh, he, uh, I don't know exactly what year he was doing that, but he had some great shows. He's got one on. The, they, now they're all on YouTube. Elvis yeah. Costello, just t- type in Elvis Costello spectacle, because he had one with John Prine, and he interviews John, and John played one of the songs that I love called Lake Marie, and uh, uh, man, what a wonderful song that is. Uh, are you are you perusing uh, Facebook much for the? You know, everybody's doing a live set. You were talking about that a minute ago. Yeah. There's a. Uh... You know, what, I, what I'm really kind of, and this is sort of a you, uh, double-edged sword. You said a minute ago, you know, you saw that first live thing from uh, Devin Allman, and then after that it seemed like everybody and their cousin is doing one. And, and uh, you know, it's like anything else. You're going to have to wade through a certain amount of stuff that's really not that good. <laughs> I like to be real careful when I say something isn't good. And here's why, because really? somebody somewhere likes it. You know, I mean, if something speaks to you is good and there's not a right or wrong way to do this stuff that you either do it or you don't. And, uh, you know, so, <clears throat> but check and it, it resonates out. with people. If it doesn't resonate with me, it doesn't mean it's not going to resonate with you. Right. It's, it's exactly it, you know, which is why I would never be very good as a critic because, I, you know, I'm just... And I'm a critic and I don't criticize anything. Right. I get, yeah, exactly. I get ridiculed for not... for. Why don't you be harder on... I'm like, right. well... Right. Well... Yeah. It goes back to what my mother taught me as a boy. You know, it was if you can't say something good about somebody, just don't <laughs> say anything at all. Well, and I, I'm taking that one step for even further than that, man. When I'm listening to stuff, especially when I'm listening to song, songs of songwriters and things like that. Now, band, you know, listen to a band thing that, you know, that that's that's a little less subjective. If you're listening to a band and the guitar player is not good or the drum yeah. drag, I mean, that that's pretty hard to get yeah. over. But but a, but a song that somebody has has written and created, you know, I mean, the fact that it doesn't speak to me does not mean it doesn't speak to somebody somewhere and what i always try to do is is look for the for the good points in it as opposed to oh well all right well it, you know they use these cliches or they you know exactly they ate this, they, they ate this chord progression or they you know they just, it's but uh some of the stuff i've i've been checking out uh there's a i, I was working with them before the pandemic started before the apocalypse before we got good and deep in the apocalypse I found a little honky tonk up here uh, called the four one three, and uh, I was playing. I was playing in there, man. It's great. It's it's uh, it's a cool little place. And uh, I had met this young songwriter that is from around here somewhere. His name is Greg Hall, and he's 
you know, he's doing, uh, I don't know, he's out there doing it. You know, he's writing songs, he's playing, and now he's, uh, he had a tour, he had a couple tours booked that had been scrapped like everybody else's gigs, and now he's doing the live Facebook thing. And uh, and I, I actually live, I wish I had a better microphone with me. I live downstairs from a band, and they're they're actually rehearsing right now, and they're called... Uh, uh, Weege, Lexi Weege, Weege and the Wonder Twins. Uh, they do a lot of torch songs. So, I, you know, I don't even have to own a radio, man. I can just hang out in my room here band play. <laughs> wow, that's cool, that's cool. Well, you know, we're talking about all these different things that people, entertainment-wise, that you can do. Um, you know, going back to the TV now, I will say that my TV burned out the other day. It just completely bit the dust uh, my big screen tv and i'm like well you know as far as broadcast television i'm not that crazy about right except for the walking dead and but my friend eric had given me this uh rig where i can watch um i can have downloaded uh movies and all this stuff on these two ter these two hard drives and just watch things on the tv uh, so I ended up, I've been binge watching lots and lots of series. And uh, I will say that uh, as far as recommendations, I want to recommend this series called Goliath, season one and two. They're doing a, they were starting to film a third season before the apocalypse. Hopefully they'll get back and finish it. It's uh, Billy Bob Thornton as a lawyer, an alcoholic lawyer, by the way. <laughs> well, yeah, what a what a good role for him. Yeah, it's just natural. He actually just plays himself. Uh, he's smoking and drinking <laughs> all the time, and uh, which is cool, man. But just a great show. It's a great show. Um, as far as broadcast shows, I mean, I just love uh, Better Call Saul. Uh, started, I started that man, and I got about a season in, and and see, it's gotten the, better. Well, that's one of those things, man, where it's like I was just saying about the songs. Everybody raved about it. It, it was good, and, I, and I'll give you that it was good and well-written and well-acted and a good story, but it didn't hold my interest enough for me to keep watching it. So, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not ripping on the show. It was a great show. It just didn't do anything for me, you know? Did you watch uh, the one before at the Breaking Bad? Uh... I had to watch it, too. Got about three seasons into it and just, yeah, just kind of. Oh, oh, able, oh, 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 I was not able to maintain uh, my interest in that. Oh, well, that's cool. I, I, I dig it. I, I like both of them. And uh, there's so much happening. They just had the season finale of uh, Better Call Saul. And, uh, the girl that plays his girlfriend, Kim, uh, uh, is, uh, I follow that actress on Twitter and there's been a few times that she's actually written me back about my posts. <laughs> so, so, you know, it's like, you well, know, like, it's, you know, like you know people are bored when they're writing back to me on Twitter. Well, did she write back like "thank you for your thank you for your comment," or did she write back like "if you do that again, you're going to hear from my attorney"? <laughs> well, she, she plays an attorney, so maybe it's, I'll sue you. No, as a as a, I, I, I was thinking more of a restraining order. Kind yeah, of restraining order. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's probably a good idea. 
You know, uh, another TV show that you know I'm addicted to is The Walking Dead, right? Well, we got to the we got to the um, season ten, ready for the finale, and they had they're not able to do it. They're not able to film it yet. I mean, well, not com- completely film. They're not able to pull everybody together and finish it. So all of us deadheads, Walking Deadheads. <laughs> Yeah, Walking Dead heads, dude. Make the distinction. Dead Walking Dead heads, dude. Uh, I just um, we're all just left holding the bag or holding the corpse, so to speak. But the uh, what's also interesting is that that the there's a movie about Rick Grimes uh, who you know left the show in a weird weird way. A couple of seasons ago, and they're doing. They did it so they could make movies with Andrew Lincoln playing Rick Grimes. Well, that's on hold. We were we're expecting that this year. That's on hold. But in the meantime, this is for anybody who cares that's listening. And there's a lot of people. I know you don't. There's a lot of people who do. Uh, there's they're working on a standalone movie starring the character Michonne, and they're also working on a. Um, Standalone movie starring what's arguably the most popular character on there, Daryl Dixon, played by Norman Reedus, and uh, featuring his brother, Merle, played by Michael Rucker, who was killed well, off and became a zombie and was killed again. So it's probably going to be a prequel because he can't get very well do a Dixon Brothers thing with one yeah, of them bro. dead. You know, one of them's dead twice. You know, he's dead, became a zombie, and then got killed again. So, um, on the other hand, Supernatural went for what 20 seasons, and those guys got killed all the time. They got killed, they went to hell, (laughs) went to hell, and come back from hell. It's crazy. And then, uh, they all did that two or three times, yeah, over and over again. Man, it's it's crazy. I love that show, that's a good one. Um, I love Michael Rooker. You brought him up, man. What a great uh, actor. What's the Marvel uh what's the Marvel movies he was in? Which he was Oh well he was in the uh, Guardian uh, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Yeah, he was, it was all blue blue or green yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's really good in that. He's a he's just a really good actor. Um He is a good actor. And uh, another thing is if people want to break down and do something called we used to call it reading a book yeah i remember that yeah i i just started up the new uh stephen king book called if it bleeds and it's uh four it's actually three short stories in one novella and one book so it's gonna take a while but what i like yeah. about the uh, if it bleeds so if it bleeds is the third story in the book but I'm starting there because I'm addicted to the character of Holly Gibney, who I first encountered in the Mr. Mercedes books. And then in The Outsider, she was in there again. And she's a um, private investigator who uh, is, I don't know what you would call it, She's got some sort of a some sort of a thing where she's just uh everything has to be boxed in and planned and I forgot what you call that but anyway 
it's uh yeah i'm just digging myself into a hole but anyway holly gibney that about that podcast well wait before we move on from books books yeah well i would just (laughs) at this point like to interject man that anybody out there that actually still likes to read hardcover books and is interested in history of music, Southern rock, any of that stuff, you have some pretty damn good books. And I know well, that because I've read your books. Thank you very much. Don't you want you tell once you tell us what's available? All right, dear Billy, thank you for handing the ball off to me. I'll now run it down the field. Run to the goal line. I'll run to the goal line as if okay. Well, thank you for saying that, but the latest, uh, I've got five, I believe, on Mercer University Press. Um, the most recent one is called The Road Goes On Forever, 50 Years of Almond Brothers Band Music, with a forward by Chuck Lavelle, who uh, played with the Almond Brothers, but for years now, since the 80s, has been a uh, the band leader for the Rolling Stones on tour and makes out the set list and all plays keyboards great guy but anyway that book that book that book that book also um have several others on mercer university press uh books of southern rock interviews things like that uh you can find them all on amazon or Mercer, M-U-Press dot something. It's either dot, it's either dot E-D-U or dot org, I'm not sure. It's not, it's not E-D-U. E-D-U, E-D-U. Yeah. And, uh, but you can find, you can find them pretty much anywhere. Just, you can fact, actually you can Google Michael Buffalo Smith and all these books come up. Uh, but anyway, also I've self-published a few. I just got one that I self-published just a couple of months ago. And it's called the Buffalo Reader, and uh, it collects lots of. Uh, I used to. I did a column for years called Southern Accents, kind of like a Louis Grizzard type thing, right. and it collects a bunch of those with a bunch of other short pieces that I wrote. Uh, all into one book and uh that's that's self-published through lulu.com lulu press so if you go to lulu.com and punch in michael buffalo smith then that'll come up and there's a couple other books that i did there too but anyway so then the one i'm excited about that's supposed to come out in august hopefully will we finished it all a good little while ago is a co-write with the producer Paul Hornsby, who was a big producer at Capricorn Records in the 70s. And it's his... Uh, he did that Almond Brothers and that, uh, 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 I'm sorry, uh, Marshall Turner and uh, and Charlie Daniels stuff, right? Yeah, he produced everything, all the Marshall Tucker stuff and the best of the Charlie Daniels stuff and... Uh, you know, all stuff like that. A lot of, he did most of the country-ish bands at Capricorn, while Johnny Sandler did the more blues and rock, Almond Brothers, etc., etc. But Paul Hornsby's book is a biography. It's called uh, Fix It in the Mix. 
<laughs> oh, got a forward from Charlie Daniels, and uh, it's really a good book. I, I'm really excited about. It. We we worked really hard to uh, scale his life down to a book because he's been through quite a lot. Uh, yeah, quite he, a lot. No, he, he owns uh, he owns and operates uh, Muscadine. Yeah, Road. Muscadine Studio in Macon. Yeah, a very know. unassuming studio, which of course Billy Eli and I both have been in because I recorded. Uh, it's been what has it been a couple of years now? About, about four. Well, it's been a while. We uh, recorded an album called "Making It Back to Making," yeah, and I Billy was kind enough to come in and play some guitar. We had Tommy Talton from Cowboy, who played all over, slide all over, it, and. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's fun. It was a it was kind of a dream for me to get to uh, record with uh, with uh, Paul Hornsby. I was going to say Bill Eli. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, you had already you had already come to Austin, and we had recorded uh, we'd recorded that EP uh, in Austin yeah. with you. And the Austin Sessions, yeah. for lack of a name that's not been used, it must have been used before, but that's what I called it, and. Uh, yeah, I had a ball with that. Yes, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun recording. Had a really, 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 really good drummer on there that you had. Um, Michael McGeary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he's yeah he's a great drummer and only about three quarters crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, if he keeps working, he'll be right there with us um, on the crazy scale. Quite a man, quite a drummer. We had a, gig, we had a gig we were supposed to have done two weeks ago that got scrapped. We had two things, three things in Texas. And uh, I, I, I think you know, my longtime drummer, uh, Rick Furley, is uh, yeah. he's not able to drum anymore. He's having uh, some health issues. Uh, he's got a developed neurological disorder. And, like, it's. It's not like it's not Parkinson's, but it, it's kind of like that, and he's not really able to walk or drum or. And um, so we were you, uh, our in Texas drummer who has been uh, McGeary. So yeah. Wow. They're both, they're both great drummers. We really miss we really miss Rick because yeah. I mean, good God, we work we worked with him for what eighteen years or something like that. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. That's uh, I don't know. That's uh. You know, the guy that played drums for me for years, David Haddix, uh, he just passed away a couple of months ago and um, with cancer. Uh, he, uh, the best drummer I ever saw in my life, best one I ever played with. And, uh, you know, it's like, we had been talking, you know, we still had the dream of getting our, ver some version of our band, the Buffalo Hut Coalition, back together and playing again but i guess it was not meant to be it was not meant to be but anyway it was great it's great uh it's great drummer uh moving right along um for sake of time and 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 everything like that i uh want, i did want to uh say that over the past week i've gone crazy on podcasts Mostly thanks to my friend Eric Wenzel in Arizona, who he gifted me, um, he gifted me with the uh, Amazon Echo smart speaker 
that's in my living room. First of all, I never heard a speaker that sounded that good in my life. And then he, he, he gave me uh, the Echo Show, which is sitting to my left here. It's a, uh, looks like a small television, but you can ask it to show you, you know, NBC News or, you know, or, which is not, whatever you've got enabled on there, it'll do YouTube, etc. But it also, you know, you can basically ask, uh, anything you can say you can say uh, Alexa who is Michael Buffalo Smith Michael uh, Buffalo Smith the author <laughs> the author well they've, she's edited it down now she used to go off the whole Wikipedia thing on there <laughs> oh, oh she's wanting to know if I want to know about the author as opposed to the other Michael Buffalo Smith, the musician. The musician. Right. Which they're both me. But right. don't tell anybody I'm leading the double life. Uh, anyway, well, I started you're listening. Like, you're like Batman. I am like Batman a whole lot. Except for I look better in the costume. Right, yeah. Yeah, sure I do. With a K. I'm sure you look phenomenal with a K. Oh, thank you. And the cowl. It's a big cow, ladies and gentlemen. It takes a big cow to cover my head. Um, they don't call you Buffalo for nothing. That's what she said. <laughs> that's always such a fun line. You can just interject it anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> right. You can just inject it anywhere. Hey, what's that you're drinking there, Billy? Uh, well, I don't think I'm allowed to say it on the air. Because, uh, cold yeah. beer. Yeah, it's cold beer. Yeah, that sounds good to me. I mean, you know, at this point, we've done this show enough, and, and uh, our audience knows me well enough. I don't think anybody's surprised that I'm drinking beer on Saturday afternoon. <laughs> you know, day drinking and thinking of you. What a guy. Wasn't that a song? Day yeah, drinking and I'm thinking of you. I don't know about a song. It's certainly been a hobby of mine. Yeah, I know. I know. First thing, first thing we did when we got out to, um, when Joey Parrish and I flew out to Austin, Texas, we went. We had to go find you at the bar. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> Early afternoon, I believe it was. Yeah, well, you know, man, it gets hot in Texas. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we, oh, we still talk about that trip, though. How much fun that was. That was. That was fun, man. And I, and I gotta tell you what. Uh, that I was proud of the. I was proud of the tracks we recorded. I didn't. I, yeah. don't, I didn't play on any of that. I was producing that, but. Uh, yeah. Well, you 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 played a little background guitar. I mean, you were playing, unless you mixed it out. I, I think I left that out of the mix. Uh, I, I kept your rhythm tracks and and uh, and then you know and but I mean Jim Hemphill was there, so Jim Hemphill put all kinds of good stuff on it. Jim Hemphill is a guitar player. Man. Yeah, he was great. He was great. Yeah, it turned out good, man. I was tickled to death. I. Um, so yep. was I at, at the at the way you know we zip banged it together. I mean, we didn't spend a, we didn't take a whole lot of time with it. It was not hard. It was it it wasn't time intensive. And and the thing that I really liked about that mental demo sessions were fun. They were just fun to play on. You know. Yeah, it was great fun. It's great fun. Well, I wanted to hit on these podcasts uh, a little bit. 
because like I said, I'm sitting here and I found out that I get enabled, um, they call it enabling a skill. So I enabled the Apple podcast skill. So anything that's Apple podcast, all I have to do is tell Alexa to play it. And, uh, She'll play the new one, and then if you don't, if you don't stop, if you don't stop, she'll keep going, playing the older ones all the way back for that particular one. So, uh, just a few that I really liked was the Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Is the funniest podcast I've ever heard in my life. He always has a guest, and he and his wife host it, and she's funny too. But he's hilarious, and then he ha- he'll have like a comedian or somebody, and um, and right now they're doing it through social distancing, so they're doing it through the same thing that we're using, which is Zoom. And uh, because folks, you may not believe it, but I'm in Spartanburg, South Carolina, and Billy Eli is somewhere. I'm in, Ho- I'm in Whoville. Whoville. I don't remember where it is you actually live, actually. I'm in Western Massachusetts. Western Massachusetts for the girls. Right in the, right in the edge of the Berkshire Mountains. Wasn't that in a Beach Boys song out in Massachusetts where the girls or something? Yeah, uh, anyway, uh, there's other ones. There's news ones that's good called The Rabbit Hole, and there's one called The Daily, uh, blah, 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 blah. One called Supernatural with Ashley Flowers. It's kind of like you ghost things and stuff, true stuff. One I really enjoyed is called, uh, I used to love the Sopranos TV show. Well, oddly enough, now they've got one of the most popular podcasts called Talking Sopranos, uh, hosted by the characters Christopher and Bobby, which is Michael and Perioli and Dave uh, Sharipa. talking about they'll pick a they're just going down and picking the best episodes of the Sopranos and dissecting it and they're inside stories about the filming and the cast oh man it's very very cool I like it a lot that's like a film class I mean that's yeah it is is. well it's that but they have a lot of fun and the fact that they're both you know these New York, New Jersey guys is, you know, I mean, they're not far from their characters. So they talk, you know, with that whole thing, with they, about a being. It's right. kind of, you know, talking about when we, you know, we were, I was friends with Sinatra. You know, right. I used to be friends with Sinatra and he would this, that, and the other. Uh, of course, the Talking Dead is a Walking Dead podcast. Uh, and there's one called Mission Log a Roddenberry Star Trek podcast, <laughs> which is Mission Log is a is the official Star Trek podcast. There's the Stephen King podcast that I love, and one called Star Wars Now is the best Star Wars podcast. I'm trying to run down these real fast. Tiny Desk Concerts, which are popular on YouTube, uh, these are the audio Tiny Desk Concerts. And you can just hear everybody from Jason Isbell to uh, uh, Peter Rowan to just everybody doing these little acoustic concerts. So that's real cool. 
There's one called NPR Fresh Air, which is a really good one. And that's about it. I mean, there's others too, but that's That's enough. NPR that does a Tiny Desk concert series, right? Yeah, they do that too. Yeah. 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 NPR, um, also, uh, they're also the news that I listen to because they're, uh, they seem to be less biased. Uh, they don't seem to go, you know, yeah, they, either yeah, they're way. More, they're more agenda free than, than most than most yeah it's so but funny like I, uh like I said at the start of the show i have mostly given up on news except just you know because it's just the same stuff different day yeah yeah well you know uh the uh one thing i'm looking at this zoom folks i really like this we just started billy already had knew how to use it it's new to me but it's like when I talk, a yellow box comes around me and my name pops up. No, no. Yeah, my name pops up in the lower part of the screen. Right. And then when Billy does it, it, just in case I forget who you are. Well, it's, it's in case if we, I mean, we could be having a 20-person meeting. And it, that's that's what Zoom is essentially for. It's for, for uh, telemeetings. And if you have a whole bunch of people and you don't know them, this... When somebody's speaking, and if you're making notes or need to pay attention, then it, here's who's talking and here's his name. Well, uh, look, you know, I'm trying to look at your picture here on the thing. I can't, I saw a post on Facebook of you the other day and somebody mentioned your chops. Do you still have that? I, I, I shaved them. Oh, man, it was like, starting to look like Neil Young. Yeah, I had I had quit shaving for I quit shaving for a few weeks, and the beard came in, and I don't really like wearing a beard. Well, I like I like the mutton chops thing. So I so I shaved it down to mutton chops, but I only had them four or five days. I uh, I cut them down to mutton chops and took a bunch of pictures and then shaved them off. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of it was cool because it reminded me of Neil Young and uh. Also, uh, Charlie Starr from Blackberry Smoke has that a lot of times. I thought I looked like uh, Michael Nesmith when he was in the monkey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he That's good. Him. Well, I tell you, I did want to talk about a couple other things, but I can tell by the clock on the wall that our time uh, really is up now. Man, uh, we have, we have, it's been a good episode, man. This was this was fun. It's, uh, it's wacky. Uh, we got... I really want to try and do one every week if we can. Um, we'll give it our best shot. See if we can. It's going to get trickier for me after this week, as you know. I'm actually a college student, man. Uh, my new, <laughs> and the new term starts Monday, so my time gets kind of crushed after that. But well, you know, even we'll we'll find out. But on the days on the on the week, if there's weeks that you can't do it, I will try my dead level best to do it to do one myself also uh i'm going to start doing the old thing that we used to do where i bring an artist in an interview yeah uh, yeah that, uh, you know, what, that was a good series uh, when we were doing it that way tons and tons and tons of interviews uh i hear you playing the guitar that's pretty cool yeah yeah you're right uh that's, I'm gonna uh, put the guitar away. Well, I was yeah. gonna get you to sing a song. No, we're we're flat out of time. Right. And uh, I've got. Yeah, we're five minutes over. Yeah, that's right. Which is usually the way it goes. Uh, next time we'll talk about uh, 
I was going to talk about hot new bands, but we'll do that later. Uh, yeah, and we'll, yeah, we'll get into more shameless self-promotion next time. Yeah, I don't know. I did. You set me up for a pretty big one uh, with the books earlier, so I kind of got to do the sales pitch from another dimension. But anyway, that's it. Uh, Billy, you take care of yourself and your family and everything, and I'll I'll try mm-hmm. to take care of myself. Stay away from the germs. And this will be over soon. Yeah. And I'll get to come back to Spartanburg. Yeah, and when you do, I will buy you a beer because or three. Man, as you already know, I like Spartanburg. Man. Yeah, somebody told me that. I got that sort of got that impression. Yeah, I like Spartanburg. So, uh, uh, well, right, man, we're signing off the next time, man. See you later, Buff. Uh, take care. Later, man. Bye. I used to feel so common A player with no song A child amid the children I used to be so wrong Cause when you least expect it Fortune sets you free Maybe miracles were meant for me You raised me up so high You have let me see Maybe miracles were meant for me I used to look around me At the wonders that do exist But not until you found me Did I know what I'd missed Now I feel that there's no limit That anything can be
sometimes I showed restraint You came into my life From straight out of a dream Maybe miracles were meant for up another episode of the kudzu radio hour thank you for tuning in folks and if you would do me a favor pass the word along uh, any way you can through social media etc that the kudzu radio hour is alive and well and back on its feet again um went away for a long time but we're really happy to be back on and we're on a new platform and we've got better sound and better control and uh, working on getting some guests on and all kinds of stuff. So uh, lots to look forward to. In the meantime, please take care of yourself. Uh, practice social distancing. Practice whatever you got to practice to take care of yourself and your family. Because that's what matters. Take care and we will see you here next week. Keep it real, folks. Keep it Southern. <laughs>